234? 234. Yeah, man. We are the one. But this is episode 234. Okay. I see what you did there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sequence. Chronological order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> but we are the one. That was good. That was good. What did, what did DJ Drummer <laughs> say? We the one and a two, three. That Did that make him the best and Michael Jordan? Was that what he was getting at? Is that what it was? Or was he just saying... He's first first place, second place, and third place. But but this is the thing. When he started, he said, we the ones, the twos, the threes. He said, that means we the ones and the two threes. Oh, okay. Maybe so. I don't know. Or who's another number one that like he could have been talking about like <laughs> in company with Michael Jordan? Who was number? He was talking about Tracy McGrady. <laughs> He's talking about- D. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Okay, my fault. Whew. Never mind. You good? Yeah, yeah, I was almost getting. <clears throat> so, D Roses, <laughs> he's he's a legend <laughs> for sure. All right, you ready to get going? Let's do it. All right, episode two hundred and thirty-four. Let's go. Don't this hit make my people wanna? Don't this hit make my people wanna? Don't this hit make my people wanna? Building, man. I was trying to get it that shit though. Come on, get your ass up on the floor. Throw your hands if you want to. Seven lit off, Baby, wiggle your crotch out and peep the way we be blowing them spots out. Come on, look how we got them ready to act out. Girl, ready to get the twist in your back out. Come on, drink yak till I'm falling out. Yeah, flat on his back. Now watch your brother crawling out. Talk to Said Buster. What's up, son? See them girl rolling. Whoa, whoa. And it look like. Come on. Too much hair on your chocha. Shave it off. Come on, jump smack your ass and break it off. And if it's too hot for y'all, you need to take it off. In case you you ain't told girls to hit <laughs> too much hair on a chocha. I shave it off. Come on. Ladies, tell me if you're feeling alright. You ready to get into it? Alright, episode 234 of the Rising Grind Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. I'm Jakari. It's Monday. We're back. We're here again. Wake up, man. Absolutely. Get your cup. Get your what is fuck? fuck. I, I forgot our slogan. Get your coffee ready. Get your coffee ready. Shout out to you <clears throat> Do you feel me? How you feeling? I feel great, brother. How you feeling? High energy. Monday morning. Feel great. Hey, it's May 1st. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. It's May 1st, man. We're in a brand new month. 
No, <laughs> no, not again. Yes, sir. Did we let the month get away from us again? <laughs> we did, bro. No, we were a bit productive. We were a bit, nah, uh, we were sure. more productive in April than we were in March. But I do think time got away from us again, Corey. You think so? Fully? Not fully. No, 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 no. Oh, we were on man, top man. of shit. We we back on top of shit. But I mean, yeah, for sure, for sure. Time is moving fast this year, bro. I'm telling you, every day, every day, just you gotta just make it count, man. Um, but yeah, go ahead, man. Tell us how you feel. Like we said, you can if you want to talk about just how April has been for you overall. You, you just said compared to March, you feel like you did more. We did more collectively. But yeah, tell me how you feeling, man. Yeah, we still got work to do. We took care of uh, we took care of some business in April, though. I feel great. Um, mental's in a great space. The pod is in a great space. We still. In the groundwork, uh, the groundwork process this quarter, everything that, that we're taking care of right now, I said this a million times already, you'll see it come to fruition next quarter. But um, we still got May and June to finish shit up. But um, I'm just looking forward to, to picking the pot up and putting it on wheels. I, I think that's what this, this quarter is about. Okay, Henry Ford. Henry Ford. <laughs> Putting that yeah, bitch on yeah, yeah. wheels. Model T. Is that, wait, is that the one that he did? Is that what he, did, he, did Henry Ford do the Model T? Model T Ford, I think. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. I think so, man. I think it was Model T. All right. <clears throat> but um, did you say Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, what the yeah. fuck did you bring him in for? Shit, he made some cars too, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the Teslas and he made that one that came out, but we've... Never seen anyone ever drive ever. Which one? That supercar. Oh, the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that like blew up and shit. Would you? Would you cop? No. No. Oh, why? For what? It's probably fire. <laughs> yeah, it was on fire. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah. I feel like that was really just one of those like publicity things to get more people to look at it. Oh, okay. It could have been. It definitely could have been a stunt. No way a Tesla's catching on fire. <laughs> you ain't heard them stories about them Teslas driving themselves, things like that, you know, because they got like the, um, what was it, the self-driving, I guess is what you call it. Yeah, I've heard about them driving themselves. I've never heard anything bad. You've heard bad stories? Yeah, a few times. About what? People's self-driving, like doing what they want, crashing, not stopping when they're supposed to, things like that. Oh, no, the only thing I've ever seen is like a bunch of rich scamming niggas in they uh they Tesla eating noodles and and fucking <laughs> rich lobster and shit like that while they drive on the freeway and shit. Oh yeah, they watching TV in they <laughs> Tesla. They in the driver's seat. Um, social media make you an envious <laughs> make you an envious person. Luckily, I'm not that type of nigga. <clears throat> but on to you, Corey. April, how are you? How you feeling? Yeah. How was it? Yeah, yeah. April was a good month for myself. I feel the same way as you as far as just. Productivity. I feel like I stepped it up a level, being more disciplined when it came to goals. I mentioned at the start of the month, just really writing down everything, sticking to it, seeing it every day. It just um, it allows you not to make excuses. I feel like I wasn't making um, any excuses this month. So overall, April was was a cool little month, man. It was a great bounce back from from March, just uh, being more focused on things. But but yeah, I like I just said before. I'm trying to just make every day count, you know, as much as I can, man. Trying to just do things I haven't done before, you know, having fun, bro. Just trying to live life, bro. So 
I feel good moving into May, moving into the summertime. It's starting to warm up, getting hotter outside. I said before, you know, of course, summertime is my favorite season. I don't enjoy the weather when it really gets hot. But uh, this is my favorite time of the year, man. So I feel great. I feel great. Okay. Yes, sir. How was your uh, weekend, though? It was boring as fuck. I really didn't do shit. Um, I was just in the crib, not doing anything. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I had more for you guys to say. I really wasn't doing anything this weekend. How was your weekend, Corey? Man, so <clears throat> I've had a a crazy last three, four days, you say. Uh, so, you know, what are we, when did I last see? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. So, Thursday, I flew to New Orleans, me and Hoppy and uh, T-Ron and um, Hoppy's lady. We, we flew to New Orleans, man, to be a part of. Emerald Lagasse, the famous chef. Absolutely, Chef Emerald. Yeah, man, he has a show that he does on, on Roku TV. It's called <clears throat> Emerald Tailgates. Basically, what they do is they focus on NFL fans, every NFL team. Um, you know, he does like a tailgate kind of thing, and he makes a meal that is dedicated to you and dedicated to your state and your favorite team in some way or fashion. So, of course, we were representing the Dallas Cowboys um, so, you know, they flew us out there. We were able to record and be a part of the show, man. That experience was, it was very nice. I ain't gonna lie. It was, it was fun. Like, I ain't know what to expect, you know, going into something like Being that. Being on set looked like a good time. How long did it actually take you guys? Probably about eight hours? <laughs> no, not even. Okay. It only took like two hours. It oh, was really? really? Yeah, it was short, man. Like, our our thing with, um, with Emerald probably was like 30 minutes, but it... It ended up being extended, and I'll tell you why. So probably was only supposed to take like an hour, hour 30 maybe, maybe not even that, but our meal was a brisket, right? Texas barbecue, obviously. So, you know, he's preparing a brisket. He made his own rub, things like that. He's preparing a brisket. He puts it in the smoker, and he tells the cameras, you know, you have to let it smoke for like X amount of hours. It was six hours. But of course it's TV, so we so have. We already a swap. had one already done. Right. Yeah, we have course. a swap. So after he cuts that scene, they switch it out, get the swap, blah blah blah. But on the swap, he start cutting it. You know, we roll it into the next scene. He starts cutting it, and he just don't like the way it looked. He's like, "This meat not cooked." <laughs> so we had like a, a malfunction technically, bro. So they had to like cook the meat longer. Did they cook the meat that he was cutting longer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so that's why I ended up taking like a little bit longer. Probably we was there for like two hours. But anyways, it was cool, man. You know, we pulled up to the set. So it was like a city park. But within this park, it's like an amusement <clears throat> park. They had like a Japanese garden there, all type of stuff. But we were kind of like in the garden area. And then there's like <coughs> an outside kitchen. And that's where we were when we filmed the scene um, for the for the episode. So, yeah. Supposed to air in the fall or something like that. I think there's a part two. They're actually supposed to come down here for a tailgate for when the season starts. Okay. But, yeah, something like that. But, anyways, man, it was just a good experience to just, you know, be behind camera, see the whole other side of the set. You know, you were I, on camera as well. Though. Yeah. But, like, meeting the <clears throat> the members, you know what I'm saying, like the sound guy, bro, like I built, like, a relationship with him. His name was Jeremy. And um, he was just cool. You know, just things like that, like meeting everybody that's a part of the production crew, directors. Like, it was just, it was crazy. They was taking care of you, whatever you needed. I had 
people was like pat, patting my faces, paper towels. You know, they was like all type of shit, bro. Like, it was just it was an amazing experience. So, but yeah. Anyways, that was Thursday, Friday. Oh, before you go in, I will say that's yeah. fire. Um, because growing up, I mean, you got like. The people you see on Saturday mornings, Rachel Ray's, you see the the biggest of the big, like Gordon Ramsay, shit like that. But when I think of like cooking shows, um, the Food Channel, growing up as a child, I swear to God, it doesn't matter what blog says what, the biggest chef I've always thought of would be Chef Emerald. So that shit's live. It's going to be lit to see y'all on there. Yeah, going on Friday. Or, yeah. No, yeah, no, I definitely appreciate that. And I didn't realize how big... It was as well until we got there. Absolutely. He's huge. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, me and him, he, he cool people, bro. Like, we was shopping up, like, really having nice conversations with him. He really down to earth. So, yeah, it was definitely a great experience. But um, we obviously flew down there for that. But we spent some time, you know, on Bourbon Street, just walking the streets, getting food, things like that. So, it was cool to just be in New Orleans. That's, like, my third time visiting. Did y'all go out that night? Like, yeah, nightlife type shit? That's what I mean. Like, oh, okay. we just walking the streets um, of Bourbon. Because our hotel was, like, right on the French Quarter. Okay. So, yeah, we wasn't too far away from Bourbon. But, yeah, beautiful experience, man. Like I said, I'm grateful for that. Shout out to uh, to Hoppy once again for just um, inviting me on that experience, bro. Really had a great time. But, anyways, uh, moving into the next day, I got back on Saturday. Saturday, um, you know, just kicked it, got some food, relaxed. Sunday... Um, workout, of course, bro. Hit the Rangers game, bro. We beat the Yankees' ass. Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness, yo. First off, let's talk about the Rangers. You need to really go to the Rangers games because... Yeah, I'm already planning on going to one. The Rangers are really good right now, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to be good the entire year, so you need to hop on the tickets while they... Change. Oh, yeah, I'm already planning on going to one mm-hmm. this month. But, yeah, bro, anyways, they 15-2, to like a grand slam. <clears throat> I ain't never seen a grand slam in my entire life. Really? Like in in person, yeah. I don't think I never no. I've never seen a grand slam in person. Now, like Mom Dukes, every year, you know, Mom gets uh, my mom gets tickets inside of like a suite to the Rangers game. Yeah, there was one that nah. I was I was watching like Sammy Sosa hit a grand slam type shit when he was with the Rangers. An incredible night. I ain't gonna lie. I, I just seen some incredible nights with the Rangers um, at the old stadium. But go on. For sure. What uh what about the new stadium? When mom dudes gonna get that hook up? She, she already got it. <laughs> oh, for real. Um yeah, I'm trying to think if I've that. been in that. Yeah, I, I might not have sweet shit. Yeah, because ever ever since I've grown up, my mom only takes her boyfriend and shit. She doesn't take us anymore. And I'm sure she's gonna find some some <laughs> excuse to bring my nephew this year. And it's crazy because my, my folks the same way. Like once I hit eighteen, like they stop they stop taking me on trips. Yeah, yeah. I I don't get anything <laughs> anymore. I don't get on presents. It's all, you know it's I mean? all them. Yeah, yeah, nah, but I understand. That's and yeah, like I said, it'll probably be my nephew, but mm-hmm. I'm, I want those tickets because you've you've gone with you've gone with me yeah, when, we, when we've been in those suites. Of course, um, great time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. <clears throat> that new building is crazy for sure, Bruh, Like even even not being in a suite is still an amazing time. They got a pluckers. They got a chicken. Uh, what is it? Golden chick. Golden chick. Yo. Um. They got a bunch of different shit. I just named the two things that I liked out of it. They got mm-hmm. way more in there, and it's you know it's a beautiful a beautiful uh, facility. I, I wanted to say arena, but it's not an arena facility for sure. But um, also when I went, man, the roof they opened up the roof. That's another thing I had said. Like you know the the 
previous times I've been never had the roof open. This was one thirty in the um, afternoon, so you know it was a beautiful day. The sun was out. They opened up the roof, bro. Great game. They won fifteen to two. Seeing all type of stuff, grand slam. The perfect day to be there. Amazing, bro. Great day for um, a ball game, like they like to say. But, but yeah, outside of that, man, you know, I'm back, ready to lock in. It's a new month. It's May. It's time to uh, really, really take it to a whole new level, man. Man, and and really and like and really hone in on, on taking it to a new level. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> all right, man. Are you ready to move forward? Let's do it, man. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to get into before we started the pod? Yeah, so I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Before we go ahead and get started here, what's the most memorable controversy in pop culture, in your opinion? Hmm, I can't say I can narrow it down to one. The biggest pop culture controversy... Y'all are going to think I'm just being biased because I like to take shots and make jokes. It's got to be Michael Jackson's cases, correct? (laughs) Bill Cosby. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. For sure. We've got got, uh, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake at at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You have Kanye, Taylor Swift. You've got... Britney Spears K-Fed when she shaved the head back in 07. That was a crazy time. The beginning of the end. Oh my goodness, that was <laughs> crazy times, man. I can I can see her on magazines right I now can see in it. a grocery store. Boy, that nigga Kevin Fettel. That K-Fed's a demon, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those those are crazy times. Oh my god. You had to be there for shit like that. That was my that was before the blog era. Man. That was that was recession US. (laughs) Woo! How many times uh, I gotta keep saying that? Oh my God. (laughs) Man, we went through some times with George Bush. Oh my gosh, man. Jesus. And the thing about it is, we'd go back and do it. Oh yeah. That was some crazy shit. Um, Amanda Bynes. Mm. You remember when Amanda Bynes shit turned to sh- uh, her sugar turned to shit? <laughs> yep. What are some of the big moments for you, Kari? I mean, I named a few. I don't really have too many. I mean, of course we can. Well, are we are we talking pop culture? Did you say pop culture? Yeah, but we can talk anything. What? What you got? You got nine eleven. That's that's the shit oh, I was okay. gonna say because that's yeah, that's yeah. not pop culture. Okay. Um, hmm. there's shit that we have to be forgetting. I wish we would have gone through like a blog or something before we got on here because last week we went through the one hit wonders and the greatest of all time and we fucking forgot Trinidad James, (laughs) Kari. How did we forget that? That's our fault. Don't believe me. Just what nigga, nigga, nigga. Come on now. I'll go with everything. Come on now. That's our fault. Pop the molly, I'm sweating. Woo. Pop the molly, I'm sweating. Woo. Mama. Nah, nah, I'm not going to keep As parters, like, we apologize. Oh, as honestly, as hip-hop, rap, historians, as parters, yes. we sincerely apologize <laughs> for that utter fuck-up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, but I don't really have too much, man, pop culture-wise. I'm just trying to think about... Oh two, oh three. Uh, oh, f- oh, sports. Mike Vick. Oh my gosh, yes. We got we got Kanye, uh, Katrina, 
George Bush doesn't care um, about black people. We have just Katrina itself. We have Kanye again. Taylor might be the biggest of all time, Corey. I said that one. Oh, you said Taylor Swift, yeah, Kanye? Yeah, yeah, I said that one. Okay. Lil Mama Jay-Z, Alicia Keys. Oh, man. That's yeah, yeah, one. yeah. She stamped herself in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- shout one. out. <laughs> no, no. We got to give a round of applause. <laughs> shout out to fucking Lil Mama for stamping herself in yo, hip-hop history forever, yo. You did that shit, man. She's in the Hall of Fame. She stood back-to-back, crossed arms with Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. Nigga, I cringe and turn that shit off for her. I don't even want to look at it. Yo, and then you know what's funny? If you've seen the entire scene, Beyonce tried to stop her before she walks up on stage. You seen that she part? She did. She oh, grabbed her arm. Dog. Little mama <laughs> got her to fuck off. And the thing about it, did you see the way Lil Mama nodded her head <laughs> yeah, as she was, was looking at Jay Z? Yeah. She was teased. <laughs> she was teased. Yeah, she nigga. was locked in. This is New York, <laughs> bitch. She, she was focused. Yeah, she was locked in. Hey, is Lil Mama from New York? I think so. Okay, that's why she felt like she was able to do. She that. sold New York. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Because if you're not from New York and you go through all of that just to get on stage, fuck that, Kari. She's from Harlem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's one of those things where you up at the very front, like, I don't care if you tapping on, like, the stage, shit like that. Like, that's all cool. But, like, you don't, like, don't go up there. Oh, no. She definitely shouldn't have done it. But, like we said, it worked out for her, honestly. Did it, though? Because thinking about who Jay-Z turned into... That absolutely fucked her ever getting like up there. Who was to say Lil Mom was ever gonna get up there? And that's no disrespect. Ooh, Carl, why are you doing that to her, man? Let's just be honest and be real. Her lip gloss was popping like a motherfucker, nigga. And it was, but that song. Didn't she get a movie or something after that? I don't know what she got, but she didn't get enough. Ooh. That's all that matters. Oh, he's spitting. Oh, he's going crazy. Yeah, but let's not say at that time, I don't remember the year. I'm sorry, but let's not say Lil Mama was really going to be on the up and up anyways, whether or not she walked up on the stage or not. Let's not do that. I mean, she was obviously up there with them. I mean, she was she was up in the front row at the <laughs> award show. She was trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> she should have went to jail that night. <laughs> trespassing is crazy. Yo, yo, this nigga said that she was, com- bro. <laughs> Mama was trespassing, dog. <laughs> Come on now. No, you're right. That's a crime. Yeah. She should have went to jail that night. She should have got booked. Yeah, yeah. She should. She should have been brought up on charge. She should have got booked that night. <laughs> Come on. Now man. imagine if they would have got her the fuck out of there. Jay Z would have <laughs> had to bail her out though. And then sign her. No, 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 no. Can't sign her after that. He didn't sign 21. 21 was already signed. You're right. Management, though. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's 21 signed to? Off topic. Off topic. No, no, no. Probably, don't even do it. Probably 300, but yeah. <clears throat> no way he signed a 300, Corey. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Come on. Let's, let's do it. Sorry. Now we have to do it, guys. Dun, 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 dun. Who is he signed to? Who is he signed to? Who is he signed to? Who the fuck is this guy signed to? Slaughter Gang. Epic. Why, why did we not think it's on Epic? Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. 
<clears throat> Are we ready to move on though? Are we out of the intro? Yeah. All right, let's get into the music. We talked at the beginning of the week uh, or midweek last pod on how Jack Harlow came out of the woodworks. He's dropping a new album, yada, yada, yada. It's here. It was named Jack Man. It was, what, eight or nine tracks? It was really only like 20-something minutes. 10 tracks, 24 minutes. 24 minutes, 10 tracks in total. I loved it. I talked last pod about how I felt like this would have little to no features on it. Um, he's given us two strong works in the limelight so far. Those needed big features for him to propel to the top. Now he could really relax and let us see his penmanship, his bars, his uh, his delivery. And I think we got all of that in 24 minutes. How do you feel about the the project? I mean, how, how can I go after that, Dave Chappelle? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Jack Harlow has gotten to the point where he's he's reached a certain level of fame where he doesn't have to prove too much anymore. We know he is a, a solid rapper. We know he's a guy. Like, you know, the last two projects I mentioned, they had to lead with the hit songs, the the TikTok vibe, you know, the, the trendy type shit. On this one, man, he announced this shit on Wednesday. He dropped it on Friday. He had no single. He had no features, like you said. This was a, a project that just shows growth to me. I was happy to hear Jack Harlow spit, Absolutely. spit these bars, you know, because I really like, bro, I fuck with Jack Harlow. Like, I really do, too. I And the thing about it is because I know he was like placed in this bitch. I'm not I'm not calling yeah. him an industry no, plan, guys. He, he confirmed to him damn, his damn I, self in, he, a, in a lyric. He did say it. I'm not calling him that. But it's real. But. But he beat the allegations. But be, he, he did say that too, because because he was placed there. I didn't want to like him. I didn't want to like him at all. Me too. At the at the beginning, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Me too. This nigga's cold. Like, you, you, hey, you can't you can't not like him. He's too talented. Play that funky music, white boy. Oh, me the one. Play that funky music. Come on, no. No, that nigga's crazy. crazy. Like, he, he, he cold with it. No, you're crazy. Me? Yeah, what you just did was crazy. I didn't hit the note? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Play that funky music. Okay. Yeah. We're going uh, to practice some more. All right, bet. Like, if we was doing, like, American Idol, they let me through type shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this year. Yeah, would it, would it depend on the uh, the judges with Nikki with Nikki and Luke Combs? And them would they let me through, or was that Luke James? Mm, Luke James, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, Nikki, mm, Nikki may have said no. Not gonna lie, I think she would have said no. What if it's Randy Paula Simon? Oh, that's three no's. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's real music here? <laughs> I'm not getting in. Come on now. Okay. The uh, original? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> I don't even know how you act. Bloody f- <laughs> <Blah laughs> fucking hell. Get, get out. Oh, Simon is pissed. Do you kiss your mother with those lips? <laughs> right. That you even wasted not only <laughs> your time, but his, his. time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with yeah, that yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. He's so pissed he oh, wasted his time. Oh, Simon is... Going off on you. Get man. him the fuck <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> Simon, let me do one more, man. I swear, I, I swear I'll get out. Security. 
I swear I'll get the high. That's when niggas walk like, Yo, fuck that nigga, man. He don't know shit. Yo. I'm a shot without that nigga, man. Imagine getting a security card on your show. <laughs> your American Idol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Try yeah. out. Because you kept, you kept trying to do another one. <laughs> Come on, yo. They said that's enough. <laughs> you kept trying to do an encore. Whoa, walk off. Yeah, man. yeah. That's crazy. Walk off. <clears throat> Uh, but but let's get back into Jack Harlow. Okay, yes, yes, man. Um, every track was just filled with, I said this before, but pure penmanship. Yes, I agree. His bars, his bars that he really showed, to me, it just it was effortlessly, like the way he was just able. What I what I liked the most was the production, bro. I feel like the beats. We are gonna get into the beats are amazing. These samples as well in a minute here. The, but. the way you're pulling and where you're pulling these samples from. Oh these niggas goodness. are pulling from movie soundtracks, and that's why I'm saying like Jack Harlow. You can tell he's really put in the work. You know, he mentions that in the lyrics as well. But anyways, you you talked about the man's penmanship. Down to the brandy lines. Jack Harlow, at this point, you got to respect, bro, as one of the, the best rappers in the game. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, Kari. Jack Harlow's one of the best, man. Nah, man. He, he even he just, said he's the best white rapper since Eminem. For real, though. Like, who who's better than Jack Harlow in his lane? His industry plant lane, his white side, like, he's... Is he the best white rapper since Eminem, Corey? Since Eminem, best white rapper. I hope I'm not disrespecting anybody. But um, he, he could be in that conversation, of course. You better than Mac Miller? Oh, man. I don't know if I could give him that. I went and played tracks back last night, and I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. The, the, I don't know. The thing that... Damn, I don't know. Jack may have a certain edge on it. The way he talks on the beat, Jack is Jack is a son of Drake. I hope everybody mm-hmm. can hear that shit clearly. The way he talks on the beat is it's barely even rap because I mean, no disrespect, and I'm not saying that in a bad way because they're incredible rappers. Um, Drake talks; it's it's so conversational the way he says shit that it's like, oh damn, I know he's rhyming, but he's really just talking he to really you right now. Jack does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. To the point where it, it sounds so much like a conversation. It's so lyrical. Yeah. Like, he, he's just talking to you. Um, he's telling you a story, and he's putting you there. <clears throat> Mac doesn't do that. Okay. Now, the bars are still amazing. They're crazy, and I still think that he's the better. He's definitely the more creative, better artist. That's fair. But penmanship he might be the best white rapper since Eminem, Corey. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, man. That's crazy to say. Because when Come Home the Kids, uh, Come Home the Kids Miss You dropped, we didn't want to say that then. We didn't even want to give him having one of the best albums of the year. Were we really being that reluctant? Yes. We were. Um, we were never being haters. Good music's good music, but okay, that's with really with asking. niggas like Push dropping that year, right. things okay. like that, Kendrick. We, we weren't. I got you now. Future. We were hesitant to give it top five, top this got of you. the year. Got you. And he had first class at the top of the charts too. So Churchill was, Downs. It was hard. Uh no, definitely. But at this point, with this project here, man, the respect for me is is given to him. I love every song on here. I want to get into some of these samples. I know you have one, but the one that I want to point out, and also one of my favorite songs, 
Number eight, it can't be. This man has a Bill Weathers symbol. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Cool. He's no, he's he's going absolutely insane. I don't think like y'all y'all grannies weren't listening to enough music for y'all. Y'all don't even know what <laughs> it is, man. For real, for real. Ain't no sun. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Like, come on now. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin the king. It's amazing, there, but yeah. What's the one that you said that you had from a movie soundtrack? Haven't you heard K Fox? Um, if anybody remembers the scene on Johnson Family Vacation where um, Vanessa Williams was telling the cop in jail all of the things. She was like, you can write off more than those donuts. And he said, what else can I write off? It goes right into a song that, haven't you heard? I'm looking for a kind of man that completely... He flipped that on the second fucking song. What what was the song? Something um, or They Don't Love It. What I saw on Apple, and I haven't been on any other platform just because, you know, we saw Apple, click the link down at the bottom to get all of the songs and albums that we play and talk about here on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. But when I'm on Apple, that's the most popular song right now off of this album is They Don't Love It. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you pull in from these creative places, it's not like there's one of these tracks that was just going crazy on radio or um, it was a hit single back then. This was just a song track song from Johnson Family Vacation. We didn't hear that in many other places. It wasn't too big. Yo, where you get, you ain't go. Like, bro's ear. You ain't got the K Fox. Like, his ear, his producer, his team, whoever he's working with, man, like, they're doing a great job. Like, they really study and put in the work. That's what I'm saying. To go get a song, like you said, that we really haven't heard anywhere else that was only on a movie soundtrack, you know? He's on Atlantic, Corey. Oh, yeah. Industry, <laughs> industry playing, bro. For real. And he has Drake-level shit on him. Like, mm-hmm. his ideas are obviously top-of-the-game level. I'm not saying that he necessarily does, but, I mean, it's 2023. If he has writers that are helping him make music... Oh, they are top notch, Drake level. If you hear the way this music coming, like it's coming out, quality production is incredible. Um, he's still early in his career, to where <clears throat> he has to do amazing um, for him and for the label. So the labels still got the best of the best of the best producers making the best of the best of the best beats. They're getting him everything he needs. Um, He didn't need not one fucking feature, man. He didn't even need it. I wasn't even looking for one. As soon as I saw one, most times or sometimes when you see an artist put out an album without features, you'll be a little hesitant to even go through the whole album. I had no worries. It was great. <clears throat> and it's a short listen. Do you have any more on it? No, sir. All right, I'm ready to move on. Sorry for being long-winded. <clears throat> Where are we at with it next? G Herbo? Yeah, the next project, G Herbo, Strictly for My Fans, number two, that also came out on Friday. Yeah, Carl, you were, you were amped about this one. I was, man, and I've only heard it once up until this point, so I can't really give, I guess you can say, a full 100% Honest opinion, but it sounds okay from just what I've heard. Very lyrical, the same, uh, you know, flow that he has made popular up until this point where it's not really offbeat fully, but sometimes he'll go offbeat at certain points within the song. 
Um, it just sounds like G Herbo, you know. So I'm gonna give it some more listens, man. But it sounds okay from what I've heard so far. Um, have you heard this? Absolutely. Okay. I've played this through uh twice now. We heard it all the way through in pre-production. Um, I heard it while I was making breakfast Sunday morning, um all the way through. But what I will say is it's a good project. I didn't get the chance to go through it and look at the names while the songs were going song by song. It was just playing. The only one that I really got to take a look at while I was playing it was Letter to My Love. Now, he went crazy on it. That was the one that I was like, okay. I mean, because I always go for that B-side, more emotional type of track. Mm -hmm. Um, When I heard that, I was like, let me stop, go over to the iPad, click on this, see, you know, Save what that is yeah <clears throat> but um the rest of it it sounded pretty good glorilla had a feature on there she sounded pretty pretty strong on there mm-hmm. um other than that i didn't save it but i just need to go back to it give it another listen there's some tracks from there that i'm gonna save same same and that's also another one that's a short listen this one's only 12 songs 32 minutes you can get through that man um it's definitely quality music so yeah i may uh, have some more to say about that on thursday okay uh, I don't think we have any more albums. We have songs. Coiler Ray dropped two different songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you wanted to to mention a few things about these, right? Uh, yeah, just because the My Body one was pretty highly anticipated. She had a big single or a big sample on that. My apologies. It finally dropped on Friday. Mm-hmm. We gave it a listen. I've heard it a couple times. I think you heard it once. I actually, I really enjoy it. I think it's one of those things that's gonna get stuck in people's heads. I think it's Coil Array, so it's going to do well on social media. It's going to do well on Instagram Reels. It's going to do well on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and she has another song behind it. I'm not sure why we did both of these same week. Most times people drop two for like the duality of it, but these are kind of in the same realm. But go on. How do you feel? They're okay. I like I like my body. More than I like the second one. Me too. The other one's called Bops. Yeah. yeah. Like my body. But uh, that's the one, like you said, she had T. So I, obviously we had heard that one. That was a, was a little bit more anticipated. But outside of that, Coyla Red just got to the point where she knows how to make hits. So that's why I'm excited about like body to be the one I think that's going to get the, the most. Like She's amazing. That was going to get the most plays to me. But it's that, the popular one. Yeah. And now that now that I think about it, they are kind of different because Bops is probably the rappier one. And, of course, of course. Yeah. And the other one's the poppy, TikTok, trendy vibe there. But uh, shout out to Cola Ray, man. Like, it, it's good to just see her continue to improve and really make a name for herself in the game. I know we mentioned her on one of the last episodes, that whole lotto situation. But uh, just shout out to her, bro. I'm really a fan, a big fan of Cola Ray. Me too. And yeah. the way I've grown into one, I love how I've grown into being a fan of hers. I can still remember that first Rolling Loud or whatever it was that she did that everybody on social media clowned her over it. And she quoted it and she was like, guys, don't worry. Like, I'm just getting started. I'm going to be better. Like, I'm going to get better. And we were sitting there like, nigga, like, this is not the type of shit you need to be saying. Like, you should already be good type shit, blah, 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 blah. Yo, do you see how fucking good she has gotten? Yeah. Dedication. Coiler Ray is the truth. I, I can't lie. <clears throat> yeah, she's amazing. Shout out to her. Absolutely. And it's kind of in her blood anyway. So, you know, 
uh, other albums that we wanted to talk about that have already been out. I don't think we went through the full review of NBA Young Boys. Don't try this at home. He's been out for an entire week. He's put out sixty-two thousand records, or he's uh he's moved sixty-two thousand records in the first week. How do you feel about that number or the project? About the number. I guess I guess that's the number. I want to ask you. You asked me what would Moneybag do, right? Young boy doing sixty-two. Do you still think Moneybag does? His 100 or whatever you're anticipating? Moneybag's going to do more than this. Okay. Yes, because um, there's young boys here. He's kind of broken the YB blackball curse. He's with a new label. He's got a, a clean slate. However, Moneybag Yo is strong in this game. I mean, he's he's grown. I'm not saying NBA young boy's not grown, but he's still one of the younger ones in this game. Um, Moneybag's been around for a long time Not like NBA Youngboy hasn't either But he's been one of the biggest For a long time And accepted in the industry As one of the biggest um, Promoted as one of the biggest For a long time I expect him to sell at least Looking at NBA Youngboy And if we're going to use this as the bar Right now 70 to 85,000 records is where I'm I'm putting money back yo's album. Gotcha. Man. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, uh you asked me the question like what did I feel about the 62,000? I just wanted to get to that cuz I just don't know. I guess that's a good number for uh for young boy, you know, being on Motown now releasing this project. I do like the project. I did listen to it fully. It does have 33 songs. I keep saying that because I want y'all to know. Right. It's a lot of damn songs. But what I will say for the project overall, man, it's great. It does to me sound just like any other NBA young boy project fully. Now, there are some songs. I think it was, that, this was a lot stronger, though. There are some songs that stand out to me. And what I say, like, Songs that I really feel like are just great. Start to finish, when I say production, uh, the bars that he put in, the, the the beat selection, like just great songs, right, that are in that pack of 33. But just overall, from start to finish, it just it sounds just like a, another NBA Youngboy project. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. Right. Because I know what you mean. Like, yes, this is a strong project from NBA Youngboy, but... He's still talking about the, the the same things, you know. What do you want him to talk about? Nothing. I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> the I'm way just, he I'm said just, nothing. Yeah, like I don't want. I'm just I'm confused. Help me understand what was the whole stop the violence. Don't try this at home. And maybe it was just on some persona to help him mentally be in a different place. I don't know, but nothing, no, nothing has changed from the way that he's making his music, and I'm fine with that. It's because number one, these niggas out here catching Ricos. So, like, we can't catch a Rico. And, like, let's distance ourselves to let people know that, yeah, I probably really still do do this shit, but I want to send a message to everybody that might be listening, trying to indict me that these are not real crimes. Understood. I don't think they ever meant anything about that stop the violence shit. I like it. And if they continue to promote it, I enjoy that too because, I mean, these little white kids don't know what the fuck we be talking about in this shit anyway. So if they start saying that stop the violence shit, they're going to go for it anyway. Not like the niggas will. 
Not like we were going to, because we know he wasn't going for that shit anyway. Um, but I don't I don't know. How do you feel about the project? I think it's a great project. I'm not gonna lie. Um, some of my favorite tracks. Rear view. Let's see some of these other ones that are amazing to me. Mr. Golden. That's going to be my song of the week today. Um, no rubber. Um, Grave digger. We talked shit about that one, but <laughs> cemetery lifestyle. But there's there's a lot of tracks. Yeah, I agree, man. Like I said, no, it's quality quality songs. It's just it's just hard to pick from that pool. It's such a large pool. I'm just I'm gonna forever say that, and I know. It's probably never going to change with him, so I'm just beating a dead horse. I mean, I'm sorry if I sound repetitive, but to me, like, that is something that is not helping NBA young boy as far as where I think he could be. I know with the young generation, no matter what he does, he's going to be NBA young boy. He's going to be number one. But I'm saying as far as, like, being, like, really legendary, and really being like your tapes having respect is like, oh shit, this project is one of those. Like he could shorten that and just have the best songs on a project. And it'd be one of the best projects that come out. But I know that's just not what we're gonna get from NBA Youngboy. So I have a question, yeah, because we we talk about this all the time. Um what makes or what do we use to determine who the best rappers are these days? Because I feel like any time before maybe 2015, any time before Apple Music and the streaming era began, we would use how strong they are at the moment and how strong their back catalog slash discography is. Nowadays, these fucking artists have so many projects we can't even count or, or list who has the best discography? Like well, we can't even rank them. What do we use now to think about who the best of the best is? Who has the best album out currently? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just when, when I think about it. Like say we we put niggas in a pool together: Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk. Um, G Herbo, um, NBA Young Boy, th- things like that. Mm-hmm. How do we determine who's the best when they all have fifteen albums? I mean, these, I can't even figure out who which album of theirs is the best. Right. These days, the only way to grade it is the streams. Are the numbers that you see on Apple Music and Spotify at the end of the year? How many countries were these guys? Music played in how many plays that they have, how many times that they hit the charts. That's what we have to gauge it on these days. That's the only thing. If we see to us when we're going through the Apple Music charts or whatever platform you may use, and when we see you ranked in the top 10, when your album drop, you have the number one album on the platform. When we see things like that, like that, that's where we gauge as who is the best right now. To me, I mean, I don't know any other way because we're not listening to the radio. We're not waiting on niggas to drop music because they drop so frequently. You know? I don't know any other way to gauge. No, you're right. So that was a good question though. Just can't just can't even think of it. Yeah. Great question. But 
Uh, we can move on unless you have anything else with NBA Young Boy. No, I don't have anything else with NBA Young Boy. Uh, sure. Last thing or last album, Swiss Beats Hip Hop Fifty Volume Two, the yes, EP. Sir. You gave this. Uh, I still haven't been able to give this a full listen. The tracks okay. that I have heard, what I will say is they sound incredible. But um, I'm gonna let Kari take the floor on this one just because I haven't given a full listen to okay. it. Okay. Yeah, this one was quick as well. You know, we had mentioned there's only six songs. The one that I had said I wanted to hear the most was the verse from Nas. He had talked about, you know, the relationship with his daughter, how he felt like he felt her early, you know, in her days. That verse was nice. The song with Lil Wayne, you know, anytime Swiss and Lil Wayne connect, they usually always make a hit. Absolutely. The outro, though, was my favorite song. He uh, picked up Jay Electronica, gave him the, oh, the entire song by goodness. himself. Um, and you know what he does when he has a beat like that. And when he just like he's one that nigga there is so great when it comes to oh penmanship. My goodness, he's writing a lot of y'all niggas bars too out here. But uh, no, that was my favorite song. So overall, um, I know this was kind of celebrating the fifty years of hip hop and things like that. This was a great little six uh, EP, six song EP there from Swiss Beats. It was, it, it was. was. Cool. Uh, it was cool. I haven't heard the entire thing, like I said, but the ones that I have heard, they're incredible. Yep, yep. <clears throat> But moving on, unless you had something else to say about it, um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about, SZA, back in late December, moving on to January of this year, we talked about how crazy she was going on the chart. She was number one for, I believe, eight weeks straight. She broke the record for, um, I believe, hip-hop and R&B, or not hip-hop, but um, the longest streak that an R&B artist has ever held on the uh, the Billboard Top 200. Mm-hmm. She's uh she's back again. She is number one on the Billboard Hot 100, the Kill Bill, the I Just Killed My Ex. She's number one. Did she drop a video for this recently or something? I'm not sure, but what I will say is I'm usually pretty up and keen with shit that's on social media between Instagram Reels and TikTok. Um that song's everywhere. Oh my god! Okay, I'm just asking because no disrespect. I just want to know like how I jump like that. But she's fucking SZA, Corey. That's yeah. how I jump like that. No disrespect. Why he disrespects SZA? No, I'm just saying because why that song? That's nah. all I was saying. Like why kill Bill? No, like, no. Nah, nah, what you just saying though? Man, I don't mean it like that. No, nah, I just did. Great song. I just did a double check. The Kill Bill video came out three months ago. Three months ago. So that's really just off the strength. Mm-hmm. Like like I was getting to, no disrespect, you know. But no, shout out to SZA once again being back on the charts, being number one, and um, the the number ones. I mean, the top ten right now is very competitive. So to take over number one with the niggas who are in that top ten right now, I'm sorry, with the artists that are in that top ten right now, that's big ups to SZA, man, for real. And another big up that I'll say because we've both said this before. Scoring the number one album on the Billboard Top 200, I'm not going to say that's easy, but niggas can can catch the right week and do that pretty pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Now, the eight-week thing, that she's in a, a league of her own. But when I, I say um, having the number one album is common, having a number one single, that's not common. And having a number one single five months out, or what are we in May now? Six months out from your album, 
no, you tough. No, you no, you pressure, folks. <laughs> you, you tough. <laughs> no, you pressure, baby. Um, she's going crazy. That's that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. The number one in itself is hard to do, but that far out, that's hard. Maybe I like TikTok, Corey. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on, what? Where'd that come from? I always have sporadic thoughts. Maybe I like TikTok because before TikTok, radio had kind of already started to fade out. Radio's faded out, guys. The radio hit nowadays is really just some shit that we made pop somewhere else. But um, radio used to give the artist the chance to have a hit single or singles out before the album dropped. And then once the album dropped, they can pick songs from the album and use that as a single too mm-hmm. and continue to run that on the radio. Once radio kind of faded away, they didn't really have that alleyway anymore. You just went on your promo run and they fucked with the songs that were on your album unless you dropped videos after, like you were saying, which is why you probably thought the, it came from a video. Correct. TikTok is really giving niggas the alleyway for their album to have been out two, three months, four months, and for niggas to pick another song and just send that bitch back up. Or for the label to have another song in mind and they're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna send this we're one back. Push the buttons on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do a music video still. Sometimes, even though like you said, not nah, in this case with scissor, they'll still do a music video or you'll start start some controversy. You'll do an interview, you'll pop up in different Absolutely. places like we've said before. It's all a part of the game, man. So yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. But uh but shout out to Scissor, dog. For real, for real. Shout out to Scissor, not for real. And I love Scissor. She looks amazing too these days, man. Shout out to her. Oh my God. See, look at Cardi being so fucking sexist. You always looked amazing, sister. He said, these days, you always look beautiful. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. Oh, where's our. Yeah, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Bro, for real. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? That's a queen. She always looked beautiful, nigga. That is correct. I got to be better on my vocabulary. And these days. These days. Man. Man. It's sick. Are you ready to get in the news? Sick nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real? No, oh, I'm just ready. Is your sick ass ready to get into it? My bad. This man. is a sick Negro. <laughs> My bad. I, I I just got confused. I was really trying to just mention her song. Oh, get Good the days. fuck. <laughs> Good days. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got confused. You got confused. Not yeah. these days. Good days. My fault. So what you plan on saying is she's she's been looking beautiful good days. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm with you, scissor. Let's cancel this nigga. This misogynist. Uh, my fault, my fault. <laughs> and this pig. My apologies. Fuck is wrong with this guy. I don't care if you've sculpted the body. I don't care if you Nicki Minaj'd it. <laughs> It's your choice. Oh, you pro-choice? Me too. Yeah. Do your thing. Oh, yeah. If you want to kill it, if you want to kill it, kill it. <laughs> I was going to say, rock out. If you want to kill it, kill it. <laughs> I'm not judging. Mm-mm. Send him up there. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send that baby up there. <laughs> he said, let's move on. 
Let's move on. Uh, <clears throat> Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar's Big Steppers tour becomes the highest grossing rap tour ever. You're welcome, Kendrick Lamar. I came to your tour. Uh, yeah, man. Tell us how it was. No, nah, I'm just playing. But um, it was an incredible experience. I wasn't with those fuck nigga peasants down there on the floor. I was Whoa. Like, yeah, it was skybox type shit. Skybox type shit. Um, I watched. I watched um, Tana Leon. Oh, yeah. I watched Baby Keem. And then I saw Kendrick Lamar take the stage and completely kill it for a, a, something around 50 minutes. <clears throat> it was really the bulk of Big Steppers, but you heard a little bit of um, Pimple Butterfly in there. Uh, you heard okay. a little bit of uh, Good Kid, Mad City in of there. Course, of course, the bangers. The yeah, 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 yeah. You heard a little bit of Damn in there. Okay. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Okay, that's you know, what's up. You know you had to get to that. That's what's up. But it was just an incredible experience. Um, the stage was great. Everyone's energy was amazing on stage. But um, yeah, it's it's turned into the the highest grossing tour of all time. Yep, he's yep. he's grossed uh nine hundred and twenty nine thousand tickets across seventy three different shows. He's earned over a hundred and ten million dollars over this tour. Yeah. And that album just dropped last year, Corey. Of course, it's a world tour, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah, we coming up on a year. Exactly. That that dropped in May, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe you're correct. Yeah. I believe you're correct. I think it did drop in May. But uh, no, that's that's amazing, man, because he passed, you know, some some good people as Abs- well. Absolutely. We got a top five or at least a top six of it, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that he stepped over was Aubrey and the Three Migos. Back when Drake and Migos went on tour back in 2017 or 18, I think. Yep. <clears throat> number number three, we got Drake and Future. Damn, Drake. Drake is number three as well. Him and Future, Summer 16. Obviously, we can see why that was up there. I mean, if you were around and you were outside at that moment, it was it was an incredible moment. It was a big, 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 big moment. Um, Kanye West and Jay-Z at number four for Watch the Throne. Number five, Kendrick Lamar. Damn, Number six, Travis Scott, Astro World. I'm eager to see where where Yeezus is. I really am, and and maybe it just didn't gross as much because it cost so damn much. But <laughs> it was like a million dollar stage, that two million dollar stage, something like that. Yeah. It backfired. That it one backfired. Um, <clears throat> then he canceled the shows at the end. That was Pablo. Pablo, Pablo my fault. But um, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Hell of a hell of a tour. I was there. It was it was great. Um, if he ever drops again, I'm looking forward to the next one. I was just about to say the same thing. What if this was Kendrick Lamar's last tour? Um, then I'm I'm okay and I'm satisfied. I need to see Drake and Lil Wayne, but what I will say is, even if it was from being young. I'll be able to hold on to the fact that I've seen I've seen all of my favorites except for Drake and Lil Wayne. Ah. At a young age, I saw my two very favorites. I saw Usher and Kanye, same setting. Move on, I've seen Kendrick. I've seen Cole. Seen Wale. I just need to see um Drake. Drake and, and Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. 
to wrap this up. Of course, I have different favorites. Mac was my other favorite. Guy rest his soul. I didn't get the chance to see him. I've seen Dom Kennedy. I've yes, seen sir. it. Yes, sir. We seeing we seeing uh Larry next month. This month, May. Oh, you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! It's May, man. But um, yeah, I pretty much pretty much seen all of my favorites. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. I got a few more I need to check off my list, but um, you know, I got some similar ones to you as well. I pretty much have seen almost everybody. There's some I do want to see, um, but God forbid if that day came and I hadn't seen them, I'd still be okay. Um, but them Griselda niggas, they on that list now. Like the same way we see in Larry, but they haven't been to Dallas. Like Benny had a tour and he didn't come to Dallas. I was hurt, but um, the next time, the next time they come, I'll I'll, I'll be in. Oh yeah, we got a slot. Absolutely. What do you mean we? Nigga, we got a slot. Fuck. So, <laughs> switching up all of a sudden. I was really gonna make it like a <laughs> oh, like a solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for like, sure. If you it, if it was a solo mission, you should have just said that. That's what I'm telling you. Like, like for sure. Damn, like yeah, I'll just stay at the crib. You seen that that post that I showed you last week about when dude was gatekeeping his food? Like, mm-hmm. you're not even really like a fan like that. Like, <laughs> Up to this don't even concern me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't even think you really want to listen to Griselda now. Thanks. And I really, if you think about it, I really just brought myself into the conversation. You didn't even ask me. Like, yeah, you, like, you was like, I'm gonna go see him. Now. I said, Yeah, let's do it. We <laughs> fuck you, dog. For sure. No, I'm just playing, man. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> My fault, man. <clears throat> but again, another big ups and a shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Are you ready to move on, Corey? What we got? We got some tax news to talk about with a couple Ooh. of different artists. I hope y'all paid y'all taxes, man. At this point, the deadline has passed. We are into May, so I hope y'all file for some extensions. Yeah, 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 yeah. If y'all ain't did y'all damn taxes. The ones that we want to talk about, one of them, okay, we'll get into. But the other one's questionable, Corey. The first one is the questionable that I'll get into. Okay. The IRS claims that Beyonce owes $2.7 million in tax penalties. They said that, uh, or she's, she's actually petitioned against it, saying that uh, the government denied her millions uh, in deductions and charitable donations. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because you were the one over here laughing. I wasn't laughing. Because it's Beyonce. That's some news that you think you would never hear, right? You don't think the IRS or Beyonce is not paying her taxes, would you? No, but do you want me to get into like the nitty gritty of it? Yeah. All right. It says, yeah, Beyonce is going up against an international revenue service, a.k.a. IRS, in a recent petition filed against the tax court contesting that she owes $2.7 million, yada, yada, yada. This notice claimed Beyonce owes over $1.4 million in additional tax and over $288,000 in penalty for 2019 for 2018 it alleged that she owes 805,000 in additional tax and 161,000 in penalty in this 20 page petition she came back and said that um her agency was refused millions of dollars in deductions including 868,000 of attributable uh something something to charitable donations yada 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 but it seems like they got some paperwork. The IRS or Beyonce? Oh, the IRS has paperwork. 
and it and it seems as though she has truly not paid, but with good reason for what Beyonce's saying. She's saying, I'm not paying until we clear we clear up why I didn't get these deductions. Right. Exactly. And until it's resolved, she doesn't have to pay. Until there's whatever they figure out the situation. But um with me, man, I don't I don't really think this is news as much as it's being made. I know it's just because it's a high number and it's Beyonce, but I'm pretty sure she has the the paperwork to back up the so called charitable charitable donations. Because when you that rich you have to you have to give money away to lessen your damn taxes. <laughs> so people do this shit all the time. So I don't really think this is uh, too much of a big deal. I, I would be shocked if it came out to say like Beyonce knowingly wasn't paying her taxes. Now, if it, if they find some maybe things that were missed, okay, boom. But Beyonce like knowingly not paying her taxes, I don't buy that. This is like a multimillionaire going into Target and getting followed for alleged stealing. Yeah. You truly think I don't have the money to pay for this? Dog. We on that billionaires list, buddy. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. We're not on that list that says M. We're on that list that says B. And it don't stand for Beyonce. I have hundreds of thousands of those M's that you say I owe you. If I needed to pay you too, I would fling it to you like a fucking peasant. I don't think Beyonce really owes money. Me neither. She's getting that shit cleared up. I think the IRS, they're just doing their yearly audits. There's been a lot of people, like we said, we're going to get into some more here as well, but I've seen people in all realms. All, really? <laughs> all getting audited and, and like um, IRS saying that they potentially owe taxes. So I think it's just that time of the year. Well, I really only, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I really only had one more artist to talk about. In the hip hop R and B space. Okay, what you got? That was Lil Pump. This nigga really owes taxes. <laughs> Lil Pump now. Lil Pump may owe them taxes. I'm not gonna lie to you. Even the publications know this nigga really <laughs> owes. You see the way they elegantly and politely talked about Beyonce, and uh-huh. they strongly talked about how she was refuting these uh these charges in tax court. Uh-huh. This shit started off by saying Lil Pump is knee deep, <laughs> need. <laughs> Have some goddamn respect for this Billboard Hot 100 topper. <laughs> Topper's nasty. Oh, no, no, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> Lil Pump is knee deep, knee deep in back taxes. Um, please tell me they call him the Gucci Gang. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the Gucci that? Gang rapper is most. Oh, ta- my God. Oh, I hate when they add in who they are. Disgusting. Um. <laughs> Like uh, man, I was gonna I was gonna use somebody, but it would have been a terrible time. <laughs> never mind, never mind. <clears throat> Let me just get back to Lil Pump. According to a blah 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 report published on Thursday, Lil Pump owes the IRS two million dollars in back taxes. Apparently, he's been hit with two liens: one for the amount of one hundred and forty-one thousand dollars and some change uh, for the year two thousand and twenty-one, and another for $129,000 and some change in unpaid taxes for 2020. That was for 2020 and 21. In the end, that means he owed 2000, I'm sorry, 271,000 and some change for both of those liens. <clears throat> they said that his most recent tax bills come after the IRS hit him with a federal tax bill of 
$1,676,738 in October in uh yeah, October 21 for money he owed in 2018. The IRS also served him with a 95 uh, yeah, little yeah. Basically that nigga just owe a lot. He's broke and he really owe it to me. Like we said Beyonce may not owe it. Sounds like a little pump. Owe some money to the IRS and back taxes. $1.95 million in total. Is he going to go on a run? I don't know. Let me just add this one last part in about, about how he's fucked. They also reported that the City National Bank has recently filed a civil suit against him, claiming that he owes them a $102,000 uh, fee for defaulting on a loan. The financial institution alleged that their lawsuit... Uh, inside their lawsuit that he was extended a $300,000 personal line of credit in 2019 that up until now he still has not paid back. They said that he owes them $98,454 on the loan plus $4,000 in interest for being late on payments. Totaling to that $102,000. He owes everybody. Should he have listened to J. Cole? Yes. You think so? Yes. But yeah. that's what happens when you make yourself into a multi-million dollar uh, artist at 18, 19 years old. You running wild. You fucking all the bitches. You running across the world, spending millions, traveling, Taking out performing. Lines. Yeah. Credit not, lines. Not paying anything back to your loans. Go to go to liens. <laughs> And putting liens on your shit is crazy and just being okay with it and still not paying it back. That's just some, like, young shit. Hey, I'll pay it back later, never pay it back. No guidance. Niggas need guidance. Yeah. Hopefully he pays it, man. Are they going to come see him for real, for real? He was released from his label. He was with Warner Brothers. They dropped that. He's thugging it on his own. He's doing his own music. He's doing the OnlyFans thing. Yeah, yeah, you know he's got cash flow. Got to have cash flow. Okay, I did see him. He's been more on a on a healthy journey as well. So he actually released the album last month. That's crazy. You didn't know? It's trash. No, I did not know. <laughs> it's not know. it's because it was trash. But yeah, that's cool to see. Yeah, good for him, right? <laughs> um, in other legal troubles, we can go ahead and leave a little pump. Forty two, Doug. We talked about how he was potentially going to be in some more trouble um, for his evading his prison sentence. If we know back when he was out and he was hot, everybody knew that 42 Doug was on the run. He was supposed to have turned himself in a long time ago for specific charges. I think gun charges, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was on the run when he finally turned himself in this entire time. We were thinking that, you know, he was just going to serve his time and get out. Well, he's been serving his time for that gun charge or whatever it was that he was running from. Now he's just been sentenced for running from it, the evading. And he's been sentenced to another year. So we won't be seeing, hearing any brand new. Of course, we'll probably be hearing um, new 42 Doug that's been previously recorded. But you're not going to hear any brand new 42 Doug. You're not going to see 42 Doug out for some time. 
Yeah, I hope he um I hope he gets right because that year, that's I mean, no time is good time, but that year can go by super quick. And that's somebody who can still capitalize on the fame and the flame that he has right now within the rap game. Cause like you mentioned, of course, we're still gonna get songs and music from 4-2. There's gonna be um features that are gonna come out, and I'm sure the label is gonna continue to push songs throughout that process. But for um, if they're putting out heat, for him to only do a year and get out, that's going to be perfect for him to just pick right back up where he left off before, you know, he went in and things like that. So hopefully it works out for him. Hopefully, because um, previously you talked about how you're not one of the biggest fans of 42 Doug. I'm a pretty huge fan of 42 Doug. Um, I've had some songs of the week that came from him previously, and I was waiting to see this nigga get out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's happening, guys. You got another year, my boy. It's all right, guys. We'll shine again one day. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Where are we at with shit next? I was trying to find an actual... Um, He posted something when they gave him another year on how he didn't feel like this was what was going to happen. However, you know, it is what it is. But I actually can't find it. So we can go ahead and just move on. Okay. Where are we at with it next? Moving on next, man, we have French Montana. He has a documentary that's set to premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival. We yeah. Have the date on that by chance? Uh, June 16th. June 16th. It's set to premiere on June 16th at the Tribeca Film Festival. I actually wish I could make it to that, but um, I, I don't think I'll be able to make it to it. Diddy and Drake are producing this documentary. Okay. I don't think it could get any better, to be completely honest. Um. I've read over this a little bit. They've got a trailer out. I haven't seen the trailer yet, unfortunately. But it's going to be about French Montana, but it's going to be more so about his mother and how she was an immigrant and came in uh, and the sacrifices that she made for French Montana, for their family, in order for him to take the steps he needed to to become who he is today. Yeah, that's far. Um, I'm just going to give a little bit more saying basically exactly what I'm saying. Diddy and Drake have signed on as executive producers for French Montana's pending documentary called For Khadijah, which is his mother. According to a press release, the film will showcase the sacrifices made by an immigrant mother to create a better life for her family by leaving her home country and working multiple jobs to provide for her sons. Set to premiere on June 16th at the 2023 Tribeca Film Festival for Khadijah is directed by uh, Mandan Lovett. The event will be also a yada, yada, yada. Um, it's supposed to be announced uh, hip-hop heavyweights, social justice advocates, and pop culture icons are expected to be in the building, yada, yada, yada. It's supposed to be a great thing. <clears throat> Tribeca Film Festival usually has a great hip-hop doc come out every time. Okay. And I was reading a little bit more of the article. They say he's going to also do in a, a performance afterwards as well. So shout-out to French Montana, man. He's This is a guy that's getting a lot of awards recently. You know, he he's had the Diamond Records He's getting more recognition. I was reading more up on his story just to go more into what they're, I'm sure they're going to talk about in the film as well. It says that the 38-year-old 30, rapper only spoke Arabic and French until he moved to New York where he learned English, but also the language of hip-hop. So with music and with him moving to New York is how he even learned how to speak English. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's crazy because now I want to know when it was that he moved to the United States. And from what I'm reading, he was 13. 
That's fire. That's crazy. Yo. That's fire. He's also um, <laughs> the highest selling, the highest selling African artist. Mm-hmm. Um, highest selling artist in the U.S. from Africa. Yeah, the most streamed African artist of all time. Okay, basically, yeah. That's the way that they they. Yeah, write. yeah, yeah. You you said it better than yeah. Corey said it better than I could have ever. <laughs> um, but shout out, shout out to uh, French Montana. I'm a huge fan. We've been huge fans of French Montana. I, I don't have anything else really to say, but uh, big ups type shit. Facts, man. That's what's up. I'm gonna definitely. I hope we can maybe check that out one day. Oh, that's what I was gonna. What the Tribeca Film Festival? That and also the documentary. Oh yeah, of course we're gonna be able to check that out. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Um, if you remember, this is where Little Babies. Documentary oh, yeah. was premiered, premiered the Tribeca Film Festival. Okay. Um. So you know they usually try to get one of those one of those out every year, and they have good content. It's an entire weekend worth of shit. Um, and we're I'm big on film. I don't know about you because Car used to spend years without a fucking TV in his room. Um. What? Nigga, say you didn't. Say you didn't. Say you didn't. Say you didn't. This nigga just come home and, and look at the wall and shit. <laughs> That's not true. Like it was jail. This nigga jailed himself. I didn't do that. <laughs> this nigga jailed himself. It's crazy. This nigga was pinning letters and just writing it and putting it up on the wall. <laughs> I was scraping on the wall with a razor blade. Yeah, yeah. You had the days chalked down. Um, but the Tribeca Film Festival would be a great thing to go to um, from independent films to documentaries mm-hmm. to feature film type shit. Um I want to go to shit like that. I want to go to the IFC Film Festival. Um, things that we're going to, you know, got to start making some moves. Um, <clears throat> French Montana, do you have anything else on them? No, sir. We can move on. All right. Tyler, the creator. We saw uh, an Instagram post that uh, that went around. I sent that to you guys. He said something that I've been waiting on one of one of these artists to say for a long time. And I've been waiting on a really good artist to say it because if a shitty artist said it, I wouldn't be able to hold on to them saying it because they're shitty. <laughs> Tyler, the creator, told niggas, yo, when I pass away, do not put music out. I don't want music put out posthumously and I want it put in my will that music by me is not put out posthumously. Do not release it. How do you feel about that, Corey? I feel that as that is a great idea because when we get the posthumous music, of course, as a fan, you want to hear your favorite artists if they pass away, God forbid. But you want to hear your favorite artists uh, release new music. Who does? I mean, that's that's the art of music. That's the art of being a fan. So, of course, you want that. But with that, you don't get projects that normally sound as good as if they... Um, as they would if the person was still alive. Because Correct. they're not sequenced. They're not chosen by that person, obviously. The beat might not even have been picked by them. Right. It may be songs that are not even complete, and they you know, they, they have to edit it or modify it to complete it. So, yeah, sometimes it works out, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't. And then it just, you continue to add music and music. Like Tupac, bro, we have like 30 Tupac albums. Right. You know, like things like that. I'm it like, needs bro, the fucking end. That's That's... They Why? still have Tupac music that they said they've been waiting to drop. You know what I mean? Like Save things it, like that. So with Tyler, the creator mentioned that I respect that, bro. Uh, I think at sometimes it kind of tarnishes the legacy. It waters down their yeah. discography. You know what I mean? Like that's that's better terms there, better words. But yes, that's why 
I don't like that, especially if it was somebody being my favorite artist. I don't want their catalog or discography to be watered down, like you said. And I'm not going to name specific artists because I'm not going to make somebody seem less important than another one. But there are certain artists that maybe after they pass, you can put out a, a, a posthumous album and it doesn't sound too bad. But with an artist as creative as Tyler, the creator, um, it, things with like beat selection and ad libs, things like that. You're not going to be able to put that together the way he could. So leave it the fuck alone. The same, I wish they'd stop doing it with Juice World. Me too. Mac Miller, I wish Circles would have never came out. You know? Yeah. I'm sure there's another takeoff album in the tuck. I don't need it. I don't need it. Don't need it, guys. You yeah. you niggas better not drop another Tupac album. <laughs> I might take another Biggie album though, because you niggas have been super respectful about that shit. Facts. Like we could go for one more Big album at this point. If they said they had ten more tracks in the tuck, I they were finished. I could go for it. Yeah, but at this point, you know, I don't need another Michael Jackson album. This is it. Oh shit! <laughs> this, is, this is it. It. This is it. It. We're all like, yeah, let's save it, nigga. God, Lee. Leave us the fuck out. Man, speaking of films, documentaries, though, you remember the, the entire documentary and film of Michael Jackson's last? This is it? Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I remember he was bone dry skinny. Um, oh, bro, yeah, he was. But, man, it was just, it was crazy because that entire tour was set to be European, yep. but you just knew because it was This Is It, you just knew after that European side he was coming home. Like, bro was coming home, and there was no way Michael Jackson ends his career without a U.S. tour. He's coming home, and he's finishing this bitch here. Didn't work out that way, you know? Just wasn't wasn't in the cards. You know, technical difficulties. You crazy? (laughs) All right. He propofalled himself to fucking death, Kari. Not a technical difficulty. It's called a drug overdose. My bad, man. I'm sorry. Speaking of death. Oh, my <laughs> fucking gosh. Kari, we lost a king. We lost a <laughs> legend. Jerry Springer has passed away at the age of 79, Kari. My goodness. He was battling pancreatic cancer. We didn't know because I believe he was silently battling it. That's correct. When I tell you this is one bad white man that has been celebrated in the black community for decades on decades on decades on decades we will never forget a nigga like like Jerry Springer there should be a holiday for a nigga like this passing away the only person that we going to treat like this when they pass away god rest his soul and god forbid is going to be Maury Povich oh my goodness I almost cried real tears when I found out Jerry Springer passed away, Kari. No way. I swear to God. Real tears? Because, all right, Kari's parents, like, your parents, like, they're, like, super good people and shit. What? (laughs) My dad was, like, gangster as shit. (laughs) So he he worked uh, an afternoon shift that didn't start till maybe two or three. 
My dad watched Jerry Springer faithfully every single fucking morning. So, uh, and, and Maury too, um, Montel Williams, all that shit. So any day that I stayed home from school, sick, oh, I'm watching Jerry Springer with my dad. Every single morning, every three months, summer vacation, I'm watching Jerry Springer and Maury with my dad. It was a staple in my house, um, which is why, like, if you see how crazy the black community went over that shit, it's, that's why. Because every day we were sick. We were at home. We watched Price is Right type shit. And when that was over, you went over with your dad or some shit like that. He in there watching Jerry Springer and then it's Maury. And for that nigga to be gone... It's just crazy to think about. Um, and he had some of the wildest shit going on the show. No, nah, definitely. I mean, I had the same story track. Like, I wasn't watching Jerry Springer. No, I'm not saying you weren't watching it. But no, I have the same stories, man. So mine, like, my summer vacations, I would always get sent to Oklahoma where my, my family grew up. Ah. So as soon as school is over, really, bro, like the last day of school, like that. Everybody got it somewhere. Man, like a week later, I'm probably in Oklahoma for the entire summer. So I'm in Oklahoma staying with my grannies, my all my aunties and my cousins, right? They all women. So I remember falling asleep late night. It's summertime. I'm staying up all night on the game. I'm a kid, right? But staying up 2 o'clock in the morning is when Jerry Springer would come on. And we, me and my aunts would be up. Stand up to two o'clock in the morning to watch the new episode of Jerry Springer. You had mentioned Maury as well, even Steve uh, Wilkos. You got to throw him in there as well. Absolutely, you can't sit in my fucking chair. You <laughs> right, don't fucking right, deserve right. it. Right, um, but Jerry Springer, man, no, I definitely understand like the influence that he had on not only the black community but just TV, in trash general. TV, and reality TV in general. Yes, absolutely. Sir. He's the, the the godfather of that, man. I was reading the article. The King. I know uh, the Jerry Springer show ended in 2018, but he recorded 4,000 episodes. I could not believe that number when I read that, bro. That is work. He, uh, Jesus Christ, yo. Man. I take my hat off and tip my hat to that nigga the same way I would tip my hat to Bob Barker from The Price is Right. Oh, you, facts, have facts. The, you have provided millions of... Decades on decades on decades of entertainment. And most TV shows, when you think about it, come on weekly. You did this for niggas every, every day. day. Every fucking day. <laughs> you got to take your hat off to, to a nigga like that, to a nigga like Jimmy Kimmel, to a nigga like Jimmy Fallon. The, those type of niggas that are going at it every day, provide content, keep you entertained every single day. That shit's so hard, yo. I sent something to my mom and my sisters because, I mean, our family, we knew how we was about Jerry the Springer. Uh, I said Jerry the Springer. <laughs> about Jerry Springer. Um, there was a point after all of the stories were told where Jerry and his people would go around with a mic and they would get to talk <laughs> about people. And when they talked, like when they pointed out who they were talking to, they would insult the shit out of them. <laughs> I sent them a post that said, Hey, Jerry, they said, I got a question for the big blue humpback whale in the back. Bro, that oh shit be crazy God, because bro. the bitch would run all the way up to the fucking... Facts. Oh, my gosh, man. Fucking Jerry. Yeah. 
Nah, it was when I got the news, because I was just making fun of you, said you almost cried. When I got the news, though, it did, like, I was like, damn. Like, how you feel just like that, that sudden moment, you're like, damn, like, Jerry Springer. You know? It's one of those, of course, everybody knows death happens, but it's one of those, you like, you know, you just never think people like that get to the point where it's like, damn, bro, Jerry Springer gone. So, yeah, it was crazy. I saw one more. It was like... So <laughs> it was like, so you really suck four dicks, got fucked in the ass, and got pregnant by another nigga, and your boyfriend Darius doesn't know. Well, he's backstage listening, so he knows, so he knows bro. now. Bring him out. Oh man, nah, yeah, that's crazy. We're gonna miss it. Like we said, it ended in 2018, but I, I believe reruns were still running, was still syndicating. But we're gonna miss Jerry. Jerry had already turned into Jerry the Judge. He had his show going on Hulu or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. But um. We're going to miss Jerry Springer, man. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, man. I got another just funny tweet. You was talking about people backstage. They said, well, King Vaughn, we got Tuka backstage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Tuka, come on out. Tuka, come on out. That's tough, man. That's tough. But no, once again, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Like you said, he had uh, pancreatic cancer. So, it was, you know, it's unfortunate that that took his life. But that was a man that... uh. He left a legacy behind, man. He's going to be remembered forever. That show is going to air forever. And um, like we say, he's ever, forever going to be recognized as the godfather of trash TV. Hell yeah. So shout out to Jerry Springer, Absolutely. Man. A king. <clears throat> Moving on, let's go ahead and get into uh, sports as we start to close the pod out. The latest in the lifetime deal signing, Kevin Durant. Yes, inks sir. His lifetime contract with Nike. Ooh, man. Phoenix Sun star forward Kevin Durant signed a lifetime contract with Nike on Friday, according to Boardroom, the media entity he co-owns. Um, he became the third basketball star to sign a contract like uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Soccer phenomenon Cristiano Ronaldo signed the same deal in 2016. <clears throat> How you feeling, Corey? So it's amazing, man. I mean, you, you saw the names that you just read off there. It's only a few. Only the biggest of the big. Only the biggest of the big. And to do it with Nike, you know, the, the biggest brand that there is, man, you know that that's always valued at at least a billion dollars. So uh, that's just amazing, man. That's that's generational type money type deals. That's the Durant family is forever taken care of. So that's amazing. Shout out to KD. At this point, he's on the 16th shoe as well. I wanted to speak on that. Like, obviously, we know at this point they're forever going to make the shoes, bro. But like having 16 signature shoes. You can't say anything bad about KD because he'll hate you forever. But. Facts. That's fire. <laughs> That's fire. But no, shout out to him. Uh, Steph Curry's another. I know the article didn't mention it. I think they were just focusing on, on Nike. And athletes. his deal was really fresh. Yeah, yeah. It just recently happened. But he's also another one. But. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. I'll get into a quote that uh, Durant said here as well about this lifetime deal. When I first signed with Nike, I couldn't have dreamed of how far we'd go in this partnership. We've done amazing work creatively. We've traveled the world together and built business that will now last forever. I'm excited for the future and to be honored in rare company with this deal. Shout out to Kevin Durant for that, man, for real. He also tweeted and said, a true honor to be in the game for life with Nike. I mean, if you throw in a billion, I'll be be in the game with you niggas forever. Facts. What I will say is, and shout out to everybody. I'm not discrediting anyone. Um, How much is a billion these days? Because these niggas are throwing it to black people like it's crazy. 
Like we've seen a lot of black billionaires being produced in the last three years, so much so that I'm like, what are you niggas starting to do with the money? Like, because y'all wouldn't just be letting these million, like this many, this many niggas hit B. So with with these though, this is just like an evaluation, like over the course of what they deem to be the rest of their life. Oh yeah, I know it's not B sitting in the account right now. Of yeah, course, yeah. of course, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, Hefty advance, though. Of course, yeah. It'll still take a very, very long time to get to that point if we're talking about strictly just from the sales of shoes. Obviously, we know these guys are going to have other ventures that are going to get them to the B. Um, Not just sports. But, but yeah, but I know what you mean. Weekend Drake. What you mean? Them UMG deals with the Weekend and Drake. Oh, just throwing around them M's like that? The B is coming to a lot of us lately. Like, the B has just been coming. The B has just been coming. It's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> come on. Man. My fault, bro. It's actually straight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bitch just been coming. Yeah. The bitch just keep coming. She just wants to. Oh, stop. my gosh. The bitch just coming, <laughs> coming, 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 come. She's so nasty. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. That bitch just keep coming. Man. <clears throat> Where are we at? I don't know. You were talking about Drake. I don't know. Drake always sends the fuck this thing up for us, huh? Nike, Kevin Durant, everybody's getting these lifetime deals. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody gets to be. Yeah, weekend and uh, Drake there, but no. Uh, how do you feel just about Kevin Durant or any comments? You know, any anything else you? want I don't really say have any it? comments. Shout out Kevin Durant. He's a hell of a fucking player, and he's worked his way to this point. So I mean, he deserves it just as much as, as Steph Curry deserves it. Anyone else? Like Le- LeBron, uh, all of them. He deserves yeah. just as much. What's all that? Like niggas really don't put the shine on a name like and give Kevin Durant the type of respect that he should. Like they, they throw his name around a little frivolously. Mm-hmm. Of course he's KD, but they don't say it like they say Michael, like mm-hmm. they say Kobe, like they say LeBron. Mm-hmm. Nah, y'all need to start saying KD's name differently. Oh, facts. I've always said that as well. When you want to just talk about like greatest of all time, I know you can always compare stats. And KD has done a lot of things uh, that have been self-warranted as far as why you may not like him or give him the respect. But outside of that, he's one of the greatest basketball talents that we've ever seen. Yeah, that nigga plays ball. In this world. You know what I mean? Like ever, that nigga's a monster. He's a seven-foot nigga who could play every position. So... Uh, but yeah, just big ups to that once again, man. Having uh, that lifetime deal, 16 shoes at this point. Like I said, this is a deal that sets your family for generations, man. So that shit, that shit is tough. That shit is tough. But moving on, I just wanted, now that we in basketball, I just wanted to um, talk about the playoffs, man. Have you been watching the NBA playoffs? I've been watching a little bit of it um, just because I'm a Laker fan. So I'm watching the Lakers. You know, we had to go ahead and get... We had to go get Ja and them niggas to fuck up out here. Man, Ja said he was good in the West. Man, stop playing games, nigga. You're not good over here. <laughs> we we love you, Ja. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can you can vacation over here, nigga. Facts, facts. Get the fuck up out of our fucking court, nigga. Facts. Not man. playing over here in the crypto arena with us, nigga. Sheesh, man. Yeah. Ja said he good in the West. I'm only worried about Boston. Yeah. Go the fuck home. Sit your ass down. We'll worry about Boston. <laughs> and then uh Dylan Brooks said he poked bears. Dylan Brooks is somewhere drinking out of a pineapple in Cancun right now. He better shut the fuck up. I hope he practicing in a gym somewhere. Sorry. He better hope LeBron don't push the right buttons and he never play, he never plays again. 
Uh, you know what, bro? What is crazy? I don't think he gonna be on Memphis for too much longer. Listen, you better hope he that he hasn't pushed the wrong buttons and he don't play. But that shit, that shit that he pulled at the end of the series. Um, not speaking. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's certain people that you can piss off and like fuck shit up. You see, Delonte West fucked LeBron's mama. Look at him. Chill. Put some more respect on uh, Glory James. I love Gloria James, <laughs> but um, look at Delonte West shitting on himself outside every gas station. <laughs> every gas station. Oh, because he and LeBron's mom. Absolutely. My goodness. My God. Stay away from Bron. Ben, I fuck with Bron. Don't talk shit to Bronny. Facts. What's his other son's name? Bron Bron. Bryce. Oh, Bronny <laughs> and Bron Bron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bryce. Bryce. Don't talk shit to nobody, nigga. I gotta apologize for that shit I just said. Now <laughs> I gotta. I'm gonna DM that nigga. Nah, no cap. You want to know another one? Elon. Elon gave him that blue check back. So even Elon scared of LeBron. LeBron got power. Absolutely. He got hella power. He probably just ran into LeBron and was scared. He's finna get his ass beat. Yeah. LeBron looked like he fucked Elon up. <clears throat> probably would. But yeah, I've been watching it. Um, For sure, man. So you mentioned the Lakers. They on to the second round. Absolutely. With the Warriors. How do you feel about that? The Warriors. Um, so it's the Warriors and the Lakers now, you know, the conference semifinals. It's going to get interesting, Corey, because any other time I would think Golden State would just do it to us. But I know Sacramento was good. I actually expected Sacramento to make it out of that series. The fact that you niggas went seven games with the Sacramento Kings makes me happy a little bit. I was hoping we saw the Sacramento Kings so we could get them the fuck out of here and went straight to the the, the conference finals. But I feel a little more confident after you went seven. I I can't say I can't say LA wins this, but um, I feel confident. I feel like this is Golden State's last time to try to do this. I feel like they're mm-hmm. not. Golden State's not going to be Golden State moving forward after yeah, this. Yeah, this is the last dance. This is it. So-called. But no, I mean, you you described that perfectly, man. I agree as well with what you said there. And the last thing that I just wanted to point out also, with it being possibly the last time that the Warriors may have their little dynasty together, Simply put as well, this may be the last time we ever see LeBron and Curry face off. I tried to tell my mom that. She tried to act like it didn't matter. That is one of the biggest things. (laughs) This is the the two best players. Uh, Of course, you have more active, younger players in the game nowadays. But when you talk about goats in the game today, you really only have two left. And it's Curry and it's LeBron. This is going to be the last time you get to see them head up. This is must-see TV. Absolutely. <laughs> like, without a doubt. What I will say, though, Corey, <clears throat> so, I'm not too much worried about the West being a factor, and we can get into Denver and all of them in just a moment. For me, all roads lead to Boston, and that's who wins the NBA Finals this year. Y'all can stamp me on that right now. Like, I'm not, I don't be wrong type shit, though. Like, put your pride picks on me, got them. Put your pride picks on me. Pick your pride picks on me, got down me. Got down. Um, yeah. Do you have a pick on who wins the finals this year? I don't, but I want to pick on right now just to make a bet. 
But no, nah, I don't. This is bro. this is Boston's year. And the thing about so. it is, even though I'm such a huge Lakers fan, I love the personalities, the style of play, and the characteristics of those young niggas on Boston so much. I love watching them play. I love watching them play in the playoffs. They have some of the most exciting games to fucking watch. I hate saying that as a fucking Laker fan. Um, I hate saying that I have them as a pick to win as a fucking Laker fan. Um, but them niggas deserve that shit, bro. Uh, they 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 just been going crazy. <clears throat> we'll see, man. I don't I don't have a pick though. I'll need to wait until we get through this last round. Once we get to the finals, the conference finals, I can give you a pick. Who do you think from the West do you think you see go to the finals? So you got Denver going up against Phoenix. And y'all niggas got to stop saying Phoenix is really as strong as they are. And then you also have, like you mentioned, L.A. and San Francisco Warriors, Golden State Warriors. What? <sighs> Let me renege what I just said. We can say that Phoenix is as strong as they are. Stop making CP3 a part of that factor. I'm tired of it, guys. I'm I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Fucking sick of it. And I don't care if it's Golden State or the Lakers. Phoenix isn't beating either of them four times to me. I'm going to pick Denver coming out right now based off that game one against Phoenix. If they continue to play like that and to finish off this series... And on the next, I'll take Denver coming out the West. Hey, camera, which cameras? Y'all niggas see Jamal Murray in game one? I did. That boy put on a show. <laughs> Feed the bear. He's the bear. Yeah, that boy put on a show. That nigga put on a clinic. <laughs> Corey. Ah, you knew I was gonna do oh this, my right? God. <laughs> Stop fucking talking to me about Jamal not being a nigga on that motherfucking squad now. He's not. <laughs> that fucking Jamal squad nigga. So look, see now you're gonna make me really break down the analytics of this game. <laughs> no, Jamal, don't do it, bro. Let me don't give him it. some love, man. Jamal Murray really had a great game. I believe he had 40 plus points game one. He was putting on a clinic, putting on a show, like you said. There was a certain point, bro, he just could not miss. I swear to God, they, they kept feeding him, and every shot late, he put up. Late third. Nigga, every shot he put up was was hitting the bottom of the Water. Dam, it was crazy. But let's not forget that this is basically his return. The last two years, he has been injured. So up until this point. He came to take his team back. It's just been Jokic, man. And Jokic has put in that production. Jokic is the best player on that team. And that's no disrespect. He's the heart and soul of that team. Jamal Murray, yes, he does his thing. And they need him to win. That's why I said if they play like that, the way that they play game one collectively, if they play like that to finish off this series with Phoenix and move on, they will go to the finals. But they they do need Jamal Murray to complete it. But, but Jokic is the best player on the team, man. Stop that. You know how women say that Sometimes there's one of them out of the group that gives main character energy. Yeah. Jokic don't have main character energy. <laughs> okay. Jamal Murray, that's main character energy, nigga. That's fair. He can't, come on now. He can't lead this bitch without the energy, nigga. 
Hey, it's only game one. We'll see. Because they're going to need Jokic, I promise you. Oh, they do need Jokic. Jamal, Jamal Murray not going to have another 40-point explosion like that. Not to say he's not going to have a great game. Without Jokic, it's tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> Facts. Bar- <laughs> barbecue chicken. Couldn't do it without me. <laughs> yes, yeah. I understand. For sure. But it's the same thing without Jamal. Yeah, I agree. They need him. Okay, okay. They need him to get to the finals and win. True, true. Without a doubt. <clears throat> great basketball so far, though. We, we're down to the last eight. And uh, it's been great, man. I've been loving it. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to more. I don't really have more. Yeah, that's on it. it. I just wanted to mention we ain't really talked about it too much. So yeah. As we get down to the wire, we're gonna have of much course, more to say. Of course. Because it's getting more interesting as the days go by. Yes, sir. Can't keep my fucking eyes off of it. Yes, sir. All right. I think that was it. That's it, man. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get out of here. It's been episode 234 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man. Let's get out of here. See, you got me hanging spills the spark and then you're ballin', Mr. Golden Geek. Yeah, these bitches on your day want you to be they father, yeah, yeah. Know me, let them spin up out my brother charger, yeah, yeah. Come on with these niggas, I want all the problems, yeah, yeah. Baby, I can't even leave the crib, but I'm flossing. They been tryna find out where you been, Mr. Golden. Baby, I'm with Excel drinking silk, stop that calling. Baby, I been fucking up my trip, I'm so awesome. Made a bed then I bust it over. I'm a fucking soldier, and they think I'm so magnolia. I'm so north side, and they know I slump shit over. Let them talk about me, just watch my feet, or I'm gon' flip shit over. Bitch, I'm NBA, so 4KT, bitch, act like you ain't noticed. Know you see I'm dead, I'm like, I'm roller coaster. Point that big right at your head, 4 5 better not test that car. Bow, bow, run down on the bow, bow. Now, on the other corner. Had to put on Hilda's on, skid up, we ain't got corona. I might pull up in a Hummer like a motherfucking stoner. Like I'm in, so take your hoe, I'll flip a Talking cash now, great nigga know they drag them out, let's go And I'm so manly now, and beginning to my mammy now Cause I got my own house, own car, big charm Nigga, check this AP out, pussy boy Baby, I can't even leave the crib, but I'm flossing They been tryna find out where you been, Mr. Golden Baby, I'm with Excel drinking sip, stop that calling Baby, I been fucking up my trip, I'm so awesome Made a bet it all, then I bust it over I'm a fucking soldier, and they think I'm so magnolia. I'm so north side, and they know I slump shit over. Let them talk about me, just watch my feet, or I'm gon' flip shit over. Tell me how you been, Mr. God, then I'm rich as hell. Tell me how you been, Mr. God. I just need my space right now. Make a top model, pick the money off the flow. Kick my cup off some more. I'm a junkie, bitch, I know. Man, this shit ain't fair, my homie jumping on the dope. Trill nigga, ice and bills, so she love me even more. Rockstar lifestyle beans, spent some ripped jeans. Life of me been normal, but they told me I'm a big thing. Two phones going, know it's money if this bitch ring. Bet you credit God, ain't no running from this inf bitch. Throw it in the bag, I ain't read the tag. So I got 2,000 pills on the Neiman set. Through the night, I just thinking rap. Top dog, outlaw, yeah, I drink it dry. You can smell it in the air, taste it in my cut. Relationship kinda toxic, fell in love with drugs. Fell through with the mob, they ran out of one. Second paper, covering watches. Pass them to my son, I know who love me and who don't. I can feel this shit. It ain't hard to put this shit on wax, cause I'm living it. Smell like my hobby and the eyes at the dealership. Come and ride with me for a day so I can show you just how really get. Always on meds for the pain, stand up so I don't feel this shit. I done been up, went down, got back, and I'm still a shit.
I was told the gang still the gang never changed and I never switch. Pop say pray, then I can't turn it up. I feel heaven sick. Shoes on go, ain't calling shit off once that chest is spin. Tears in my eyes, cause I know some niggas die who ain't never did.